You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Well, Father, I thank you for this word of the month for September 2023. And I thank you for just every single person that's listening today and that's going to be listening in the future. And I thank you, Father, that this isn't just a word for September of 2023, but this is a word for anyone who is in the transfiguration process, which is all of us, Father. We are all being conformed to the image of love, to the image of Jesus. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the orchestrator of this transfiguration process. I thank you that you lead and guide us into all truth and you show us the future. You are the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. You are the one that enlightens the eyes of our understanding. So we know the hope of our calling. You are the spirit of truth, Holy Spirit. And you reveal the things that eye has not seen and ear has not heard, nor entered into the heart of man. Those things that God has prepared for us, for his lovers, for us, for his kids, But I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the revealer. You reveal them to us. You are constantly at work in our lives. You are moving. You are brooding over our hearts. And you are doing a work that is so holy and so sacred and so precious and so glorious. And I just thank you that today you're going to fill my mind with your thoughts. And you're going to speak through my words today, Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are going to make this clear for everyone. And while I'm talking, you're going to be talking. You're going to be bringing revelation to people that's going to hit them exactly where they are and exactly what they need today, Holy Spirit. I'm just releasing my faith for that. You're really, really good at your job of renewing our minds and healing our hearts, Holy Spirit. So just thank you for making it clear and uh, making it uh just pure spirit today. Uh, I yield myself to you, uh, think through my mind, speak through my words and bless us today with your goodness in Jesus name. Amen. Well, awesome. You guys, let me get a drink of water here. As we jump in today, uh, I always want to remind everyone that's listening to one of these words of the month that if you have not gone and listened to the words of the month for the year, Uh, definitely do that, you know, especially the month uh, of January where we kicked off the year because the word for 2023 is the best is not yet to come. It's now. And I always remind people to go and check out the glory cloud that showed up at 2820 in that broadcast Uh, here. You can check that out in the path to purpose group. And if you're not a member of that, you can go on Facebook and join that the path to purpose with Shalise. Uh, If you're listening to it on the podcast, obviously you can't see the glory cloud, but You know, I I want to just encourage you guys to, you know, go through those words of the month. And I will tell you that if you'll you'll join in on these, uh, the Holy Spirit will use that word all throughout the month. I mean, for the month of August, right, we had the word stand. And I can tell you, the Holy Spirit had me listen to that word. I probably listened to that word 15 times, you know, and it's funny, you know, it's humbling when you're listening to your own, the own words that are coming out of your mouth, uh, because your soul needs them. You know, many times, I guess not many times, every time I'm doing these podcasts, right? I mean, I'm, it's the Holy Spirit that's speaking. And so I have a soul just like everybody else, you know, and, uh, I was really speaking to the contradictions in our lives, uh, you know, in the month of September. And what I mean by that is, you know, Jesus said in the world, you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer that he had overcome the world, meaning that we're all going to walk through things in life. 
right? We are are living in a world that has yet to realize their sonship. That has, you know, uh, not everyone has a has woken up <laughs> to uh, their identity in Christ and the illusion of separation. And so there are lots of things that that we walk through in our lives: premature deaths and and uh, divorce and relational discord and war and you know all kinds of societal issues. And then of course we've got personal issues in our finances, maybe in our uh, in our uh, relationships, we've got issues in our theology with God and healing that's happening in our hearts because we've had the, the wrong image of God or we've had the, uh, a misunderstanding of the gospel. And so we are on a journey, you guys. We are all on a journey in this life to be conformed to the image of Jesus, to be conformed to the image of God. And so for this month, uh, you know, really I, I think what's going to happen is we're going to try to give some context to maybe some of the things that you guys are walking through and some of the, the issues that you're faced with, the giants, if you will, that you're faced with right now. And it, it's I want to kind of expand upon this concept of standing, and I want to talk about maybe how to approach contradiction and what the Holy Spirit is doing in us in the midst of those so the word that uh, the Holy Spirit has given me for the month of September is the word elevate. And it's really uh, this idea that he is elevating our perceptions to the perceptions of Christ, meaning that Jesus is, has perception. Jesus has perceptions. And, you know, it, it talks about it in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. It talks about the mind of Christ. And so I'm going to start this morning. I didn't have my scripture ready. So let me let me pull it up really quick with that scripture in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Okay, I'm going to read it in the uh, Passion Translation because I really love the way uh, Brian Simmons translated this particular scripture. It's uh, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 16. It says, For who has ever intimately known the mind of the Lord Yahweh well enough to become his counselor? Christ has. And we possessed, we possess Christ's perceptions. Okay, let me say it again. Christ has, and we possess Christ's perceptions. Okay, now I'm just going to read it. Uh, let me read it out of the, the NIV just so that you can uh, get it in a different translation that doesn't highlight that we have Christ's perceptions. But I am going to be talking about perceptions today. I'm going to be talking about the elevation of our perception. Because that's what that's what's happening. That's the opportunity that we have in the face of contradictions. Frank, frankly, it's the opportunity we have every single moment of every single day. We can think through uh, the mind of 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 carnality. We can think through uh, sense reasoning. We can think through our natural minds, or we can think with the mind of Christ. So here's this scripture in First Corinthians two, verse sixteen in the NIV. It says, "For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him?" Uh, it says, but we have the mind of Christ. Okay. So this idea that we have been given the mind of Christ or that we have been given the perceptions of Christ is something that I want to dive into today. And I'm going to, I'm not going to just be prophesying. I mean, I'm sure I will be prophesying straight prophecy, but I also, I really want to unpack some things today about human perception, because if you want to enter into what God is doing in your life, and if he's not doing it right this moment, I can promise you that you will come to a season in your life where God is going to deal with the way that you perceive the world. He's going to confront 
uh, human judgment in your heart. He's going to give you a revelation of human judgment. He's going to expose the fallen world system. He's going to expose the, the, the system that has arisen in the world that is rooted in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And this, this place where we are judging independently from the, the spirit of God, where from the mind of Christ, where we are judging independently uh, and perceiving through these fallen mindset eyes, through these fallen mindset senses. And as you know, we have two, uh, I don't want to say we have two identities, but the truth is we do, right? We have this old man that has been crucified with Christ, right? Paul, the apostle Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And so there's in, in the, uh, uh, I think it's the uh, message. No, either the message or it's either the mirror translation. It says I'm dead and alive at the same time. Here's the thing. We have been crucified with Christ, right? The old Adamic nature was crucified with Christ. We no longer have a sin nature. But guess what? When we when we uh, when, when Christ was revealed in us and we were uh, we experienced the new birth, right? We were we were in Christ before the foundation of the world, but we didn't know. We didn't know that we were uh, sons of God. We didn't know that we were new creations. We were programmed by a world that steeped in uh, the illusion of separation. We were alienated from God in our minds. The God of this world had blinded our minds, and we didn't understand the good news. We didn't understand. Uh, we couldn't change our mind and and repent, right, and believe the gospel because we'd never heard the gospel. But when we heard the gospel and we awakened to the truth, you know, we began to experience the, the new creation reality. But our minds, you guys, don't just change instantaneously because we believe Jesus is Lord or we believe that Jesus, uh, you know, was the lamb that took away the sins of the world or we believe that Jesus is the son of God and you know, was crucified and buried and raised on the third day, whatever, whatever our confession or whatever our understanding of the cross is like our minds are not instantly transfigured. Our minds are not instantly transformed. It is a process. And this process of renewing your mind is a healing of our perception. It is a healing of, uh, the ways that we have been, um, uh, just, just trained and programmed to operate through a fallen mindset. And so this mind of the flesh is really the mind of a fallen mindset. And then we have the mind of the spirit or we have the mind of Christ. We have the perceptions of Christ. So we have fallen perceptions and we have elevated perceptions. We have we have the the perceptional filters that come that that are that are placed over our 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 physical senses. Right. It says that when Adam and Eve fell, right, that their eyes were opened meaning there was a new way of perceiving reality from a fallen perspective of the, in that perspective was steeped in the illusion of separation from God. But God is restoring our eyes. He is restoring our eyesight. He is removing the blindness that the God of this world has placed over our, our minds, right? And over our perception. And he is restoring our sight. He is enlightening the eyes of our mind so that we can perceive from a place that is, is, is not judging anything apart from the spirit of Christ. We're leaving the land of independence and we are entering into the 
land of dependence, dependence upon God fully as our source, not only our source of provision and our source of joy and our source of peace, but our source of understanding, our our source of thinking, our source of perception. And this is an entirely new way of living and a new way of being. And when I talk about this elevation of our perception, it is really a healing of our perception. It is a healing of our minds. It is a healing of these fallen, these fallen mindsets that we have, that our brains and our neural pathways have been, have been programmed with so that we can live free, free of the world system, free of, I, I call it like the matrix, right? Free of the pattern of this world that is, um, it is an enemy of God, right? The, the, the mind of the flesh, the mind of the flesh mindset, the, the fallen mindset is an enemy with the spirit, right? It says here, even in first, second, uh, first Corinthians chapter two, that, well, and I'll just read it here in a moment. And I'm going to go back to the passion translation because it's so powerful. It says, uh, this, um, in verse 12, it says, for we did not receive the spirit of this world system, but the spirit of God, so that we might come to understand and experience all that grace has lavished upon us. It says, and we articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the spirit and not with the words taught by human wisdom. We join together spirit revealed truths and spirit revealed words. Someone living on an entirely human level, okay, you could talk about that with human perception or the fallen mindsets or through sense reasoning and logic, okay, and analytical thinking that is programmed into us by this, the the, the mind of the flesh, right? It says here that someone living on an entirely human level rejects the revelations of God's spirit because they make no sense to him. He can't understand the revelations of the spirit because they are only discovered by the illumination of the spirit. It says those who live in the spirit are able to carefully evaluate all things and they are subject to the scrutiny of no one but God. Okay. So as I'm talking about this elevation of our perception, I also want to talk to you about this concept of the elevation of our consciousness. Okay. Now consciousness is one of these words that, you know, is used in psychology. It's used in spiritual streams, but today I want to talk about it from the perspective of awareness and talk about it from the perspective of perception, because there is a consciousness that goes with a fallen mindset. And there's a consciousness that goes with the mind of God, the mind of Christ. And this consciousness is this awareness. It's this perceptional filter. It's the way that we perceive reality. And the truth is, is that as we move from in this process of transfiguration, in this process of mind renewal, in this process of of transformation, okay, where we are, where the Christ in us is being revealed to us and through us, and we are being integrated with Jesus at a subconscious level, right? This process is this elevation of our consciousness. It's this elevation of our awareness. It's this elevation of our perception. Okay. And so I want to spend a little bit of time. And this is one of those words that you're probably want going to want to come and watch in the path to purpose, because I'm going to share my screen here and I'm going to do a little bit of teaching 
on human perception. Because if you're going to tap into this elevation of human perception that God is doing in this hour, and this is happening all over the planet, it's happening regardless of, of denominations, it's happening even in the secular realms, it's happening all over the planet. And I'm going to uh, hopefully I'll tie that in in a moment. But if you are going to, to tap into the move of the spirit, uh, that is happening on the planet right now, which is an elevation of consciousness. It's an elevation of perception. It is a redeeming of the fallen mindset. But if you are going to tap into that and you are going to actually see with the eyes of the spirit and operate above the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, then there is going to, there is a revelation that God has to get to you about human perception. He has to help you understand human judgment. And I have personally been on this journey for many, many, many years. In fact, my company, Rethink, is named uh, for this process, really. Uh, it, it's it's this idea of, of, of changing the mind, right? It's this idea of rethinking and mind renewal and this elevation of consciousness. And I named the company during my probably the phase one of my awakening, phase one of my beginning to understand human judgment and my my me beginning to understand uh, perception and the 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 way the carnal mind, the way the mind of the spirit, the flesh, the way the mind, the fallen mind operates and how fallible it is, how undependable it is, but how much we have come under that as human beings. And I'll tell a little bit of that story because the, I did not get this revelation in church. And unfortunately, most of us don't get this revelation in church uh, because there's a there's a Christian construct. There's a Christian system. There is a, a perception of, of, of many, many believers and many leaders in the body of Christ that have yet to to grasp the truth that I'm sharing with you today. And I'm not saying that as a condemnation. I'm not saying that as even a judgment. I'm just saying it is what it is. And so therefore there is a, 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 a void of teaching in the body of Christ around perception and around this elevation of consciousness. I'm not saying it's not out there. I'm just saying that most of us aren't being taught this in church. Okay. So what happened was, is that the Lord through a, just a series of divine circumstances led me to uh, attend. And I'm not, I'm not endorsing this. I'm not saying you should go do this. I was led by the spirit here. In fact, it caused a lot of controversy in my ministry and with my board of directors and all kinds of stuff at the time. But I went to something called the landmark forum. And this is a secular training. And the reason it caused so much controversy in my board and people that were surrounding with me is because they were very afraid I was going to get deceived because it was not, you know, overtly Christian. It was not coming. It was not being taught, you know, as, as, as something that was compatible with Christianity. And so people were concerned for me, but I knew without a shadow of a doubt that God called me to do it. And I'm so grateful that he did because it's the first time I started waking up to human judgment and started seeing uh, the perception of the fallen mind. And thankfully, I had a revelation of union with Jesus when I went to this. I did have a revelation of the gospel. So I could, you know, eat the chicken and spit, spit, out, spit out the bones, if you've ever heard people say that. Again, I'm not recommending this, okay? Because there, there are, you know, I could see how people could fall into deception in some of these things. So I'm not, please, I'm just telling you my story, right? And but I also want to tell you, people got healed there. Deaf guy got healed. I mean, I showed up as Jesus in a chalice suit to that thing. So it was powerful for me. 
But this was, you know, my goodness, 2010, 2011. So I've been sitting in this process with the Holy Spirit of of discerning human judgment and coming out of this perceptional filter that is governed by the fallen mindset for well over a decade now. And I can tell you, it is a journey. It is a process. You know, I had received a word from God just right, maybe, I don't know, maybe six months before I walked into that, that I still sit in. The Holy Spirit still speaks this word to me all the time. And I'm going to share it with you because I believe that it is not just a word for me. I believe it's a word for the body of Christ. I believe that it is a word for anyone. It's for whosoever is willing to fully surrender to God. Okay. And I I have most of it memorized, um, but let me pull it up. I have it in my little electronic journal here. Okay. And so I'm just going to say this is, okay, this was back in 2010. I've got it here in my journal here, November 28th, 2010. So that's how old this word is, 13 years old, but it is still a word that God is doing in my life. And it has just expanded. It has just, uh, uh, God has added to it. God has brought, this has been a context for many things that I've walked through. And I want to say this too, that this is, this is a context for the contradictions. Okay. So here's what it says. It says, I am working. I am moving. I'm going to shine the light on you. I'm going to deliver you, deliver you from the opinions of people and from being motivated by anyone or anything other than me. I'm not going to allow you to be manipulated or controlled. I'm going to give you strength and wisdom and insight. I'm going to set you free. I'm going to make you strong and sturdy. I'm going to help you see things clearly from my perspective and to be led by me from the inside out. You are going to follow my lead and look to me for inspiration and honor. You are going to depend on me to judge situations, circumstances, and hearts. Okay. It's a deep word, you guys. And I had no idea when I received that word back in 2010, apparently, that this was going to launch me into this now 13 years at this point, at the point of this recording process of understanding human perception and human judgment and discerning it, right? And starting to get a paradigm that human beings have paradigms starting to get a perception that everyone is operating in their own perception. Okay. Now with that said, I want to hop into some, some, some little bit of education around human perception. And I'm going to share my screen here and uh, I'll do my best to describe these diagrams as well. For those of you that will just be listening to this for uh, on the podcast, But these diagrams we actually use in our rapid mind renewal certification training. Okay, this this is for our facilitators. Uh, If you are a graduate of Emerge, you qualify to be uh, certified in the inner healing modality that we do here at Rethink. And you can, you know, create your own practice with that or whatever it is that you want to do with that. But these rapid mind renewal sessions are extremely powerful. Um, I, I, you know, we do those obviously for all of my students and folks that I'm coaching and they're in my programs. But, you know, you also can sign up to do those um, on your own. And I'll put the link to it. You know, I can get information about that. But the point is that this particular training comes out of the Rapid Mind Mind Renewal Certification Program. Why? Because Rapid Mind Renewal is really supernatural mind renewal. And in order for our facilitators to understand and, and partner with the Holy Spirit to heal people's memories and to heal trauma and just to heal unbelief and to heal their perceptional filters, well, we need to have a basic understanding of human perception. So 
let me share my screen and go into this particular, um, well, let me figure out what I need to do here to get this to work. Okay. Um, let's, uh, okay. We're going to go right here and let me share my screen. Okay. And I'm going to blow this up, but in this particular, on this particular slide, I have a single circle, right? It says, in the in the side of the circle, it says what happened. Okay, and this is uh, this is this is going to be two circles, and then there's going to be an intersection of the circles. Okay, and this is a uh, a way to understand human perception. So in this first circle, it says what happened. Okay, this is the objective facts of any circumstance that we find ourselves in. Okay, this is you know if you were in a car accident. Okay, it was I approached the stop sign. And I didn't uh, fully stop and I rolled through it and a car came barreling into me from the right. Okay. This is just, just the facts. Okay. It was red. It was a sunny day. Okay. I had blue jeans on. Um, I had my phone uh, in my hand because I had just received a text. Okay. So they are objective facts. Okay. These are facts that. Uh, are verifiable, right? They're just they're just the facts. Now, as you know, human perception is fallible because if you ask people to be witnesses to a crime or on an accident scene, everyone's going to have kind of a little bit of different story. Everyone's going to have a different perception. You know, that's why people can you know identify the wrong people in criminal lineups. It's because because of human perception. So we've got this first circle that describes what happened. Okay. Well, then. We've got the second circle that overlaps the second one. I mean, the first one. And it, it in that second circle, we have our subjective meanings, right? This is where human perception and human judgment enter the picture. Okay. We have the facts and then we have what does it mean? Okay. What are the judgments about those facts? Okay. Let me give an example, maybe a traumatic example. And I, I, I'm not saying this to trigger those of you that are, you know, abuse survivors, but it's a, it's a, a common one that I, I run into. It's one that I've had to deal with, but it has to do, we'll just use it. I'll, I'll deescalate a little bit. Let's say, uh, your, your first love breaks up with you and you are totally devastated by that breakup. Okay. You, maybe you believe that you were going to marry this person. And as a result of that breakup, you, you make, make all kinds of meanings around the opposite sex, possibly. You make meanings about yourself. You make meanings about relationships, maybe about marriage, right? Maybe you mean, maybe you make it mean I'm not lovable. Maybe you make it mean that, you know, all men are jerks. Maybe you mean, make it mean that women can't be trusted. Maybe you make it mean you have all of these meanings that that circumstance brought you into. And those meanings are completely subjective. If you put 10 people in that exact same situation, they're going to have different meanings about that set of facts. Okay, this is why you can have two kids grow up with the exact same parents and the exact same environment and turn out completely differently because their life experiences, uh, they have made meanings, different meanings about those, right? When we experience rejection, we can basically hide and never put ourselves out there again or certain people will come up and, you know, face that rejection, not make it mean anything and go for it again. So the idea is that there are facts and then there's human perception. There are meanings, there are judgments, and those judgments are made from uh, independent from God. You guys, they happen so quickly. They happen many times without us even being aware, especially as children. And what happens is, is that, that we then have a 
perception of reality, which is your reality. Okay, it is your story. It's your story about what happened. It is your judgment about what happened. It is your um, perception of what happened. But here's the thing. It is reality to you. Whenever you hear someone tell a story, right, they're mixing. They're not just giving you the facts. They're giving you their story about the facts. They're giving you what that meant to them. And most of us are not even conscious that we're doing that because we believe the reality that we have created through our judgments and our perceptions are actually the truth. We believe it's the truth. And it is true for us, even if it's a lie. Okay, if you believe that women are untrustworthy or that men are jerks. Well, guess what? That's going to be true for you. And you will find uh, you, you will confirmation bias. will make sure that you, you are, you, you see plenty of men that are jerks. You're, you know, you just notice that wherever you are and you, you, you tend to uh, confirm that women are untrustworthy. Why? Because it's, it's set up as a belief system. It's set up as a truth in your heart. Okay. Now let me keep going through this a little bit. I'm going to skip over here. Uh, to this next slide, because here's the here's the problem is that all of those judgments and all of those meanings that you are making are being formed through the distorted lens of separation from God. So you are not in that moment getting the truth about God or not even seeing yourself as one with God. So, of course, those judgments and those meanings have been made under this illusion. So the big lie is, is steeped in all of our experiences. It's steeped in all of our meanings and all of our belief systems. And the big lie is that we are separated from God, okay? And what it means is, is that your reality, your story, the, the world occurs to you from a dualistic perspective. It, it, it occurs to you as a, through the lens of separation from God. Okay, and I'm I'm sharing this today because God is healing this illusion in our lives. He is healing our perception. He is healing our independence. He is healing uh, our past. He is healing our minds. He is healing our emotions as he heals our perception and heals the illusion of separation from God. Now, this is an extremely powerful awakening moment when you understand this, like this revelation is something that you, you have to kind of sit with because it's, it's like, literally like you're waking up to this reality that you never knew existed. And the truth is that most people do not have this revelation. Most people are living in the perception of their reality as true. Okay. This is their perception. This is their reality. And they the way they see the world is 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 determined by their perception and their story. And honestly, what happens is, is all of these various stories and all these experiences form a paradigm of our life. And it affects our consciousness. It affects our awareness. It affects what we what we filter in through our through our physical senses, meaning we can we, we see the world based upon our paradigm of life. Which brings me to another concept that I want to just introduce on today's podcast, which is um, something called the map of consciousness. And it was developed by Dr. David Hawkins. And it is an attempt to map the levels of human awareness. It's an attempt 
to map the perceptional filters of human consciousness. And it is very accurate and it's very revelatory. And if you've never been exposed to this before, again, this may be a very mind blowing revelation, but I really felt led that I was to share this that uh, we are in the midst of a move of God that is elevating the consciousness of the planet, that is elevating the Christ consciousness of the planet, that is healing our, our, our illusions and our perceptions and bringing us into the place where we are operating through the perceptional lenses of Christ. And we are operating through the mind of Christ and healing our, our fallen mindsets and integrating our fallen mind with the mind of Christ at a subconscious level. This is a deep, deep word, but I'm praying that you're getting it and I'm praying that you are following along with me. And if not, you might need to listen to it more than once and you might need to pray for the the Holy Spirit to really help you understand this. And it also may not be time. This may not be the time for you. This this may be something that you just skip over because it's just, it's like, you know, hitting a brick wall or something. And that's okay because the move of the Holy Spirit in our lives is what causes this awakening. This is not something that we are just, that we do internally from a fallen mind. We can't do it. We need the Holy Spirit to actually lead us through this process of awakening, through this process of elevation. Okay, so let me share the second uh, screen here, and it's the map of consciousness, okay? And I'm going to talk a little bit about this, and then I'm going to talk about the perceptional filters that occur at each one of these levels of consciousness. Now, this is a chart And there's a lot on this chart. Okay. So I want to just, let me grab my little pointer here so we can, so I can point out what I'm actually talking about for those of you that are watching the live or those of you that are watching on the video. Okay. Um, And here's what I want to say. So this, this is a map of consciousness. You could call this a map of human perception as well. And there is an energetic log here that is numerical that goes down these various levels of perception and levels of consciousness. Okay. So at the very lowest level of human perception and the very lowest level of human consciousness is the level 20. Okay. Meaning that it has a frequency. It is measurable. Our emotions are measurable. Okay. So it's a very low frequency on the emotional electromagnetic scale. And it rises as you go up the chart, right? So shame is at 20 at the lowest and what they call enlightenment. Okay. Which is, I would call complete union with Jesus. Oneness with God is at a level that starts. It's between 700 and a thousand. Okay. So Jesus was way up here at enlightenment. And Adam and Eve were way down here at shame. Okay. So it goes from 20 to 700 to a thousand. And each one of these new numbers and each one of these levels represents a level of human perception, a level of consciousness. And so 20 is shame. 30 is guilt. 50 is apathy. 75 is grief. 100 is fear. 125 is desire. 150 is anger. 175 is pride. 200 is courage. 250 is neutrality. 310 is willingness. 350 is acceptance. 400 is reason. 500 is love. 540 is joy. 600 is peace. Enlightenment, 700 to 1,000. So you can see at these higher levels, right, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So the kingdom is up here at these higher levels, okay? 500 love, right? God is love. God is 
a peace, right? God is joy. God uh, elevates. It has an elevated perception, has an elevated consciousness. He's the elevated frequency, if you will. And so the spiritual mind, the mind of Christ is operating in these levels of awareness and these levels of consciousness. Okay. Now, Anything below 200, these lower levels, we're in survival mode, okay? This is shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear, desire, anger, pride, okay? These are all coming out of fallen perceptions, fallen meanings, fallen judgments, fallen paradigms, and they are low-level frequency. This is where sickness occurs. This is where the curse is, you guys. It's down at this level, Okay, and then reason and integrity is really the 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 human levels still steeped in separation from God of courage, neutrality, you know, willingness, acceptance and reason. Okay, these are where our educational institutions typically fall. This is where, uh, you know, Einstein and science, science without an understanding of spirituality, all of those things fall in reason and integrity. And so what I'm telling you today in this word for September is that God is raising the global consciousness. God is raising the awareness of the human race. And he is doing this in the church, you guys, but he's also doing it outside of the church. The Holy Spirit is not limited to a Sunday service. I found this revelation outside of the four walls of a church. Now, not this particular piece of it, but in 13 years, let me tell you, this revelation, I have pulled it from incredibly diverse minds, incredibly diverse um, places. And honestly, I had been piecing this together in my own mind, being prepared to teach this to the body of Christ for, oh, for 13 years at this point and going through my own very difficult process of, of walking through this myself in my own life. So I want to share that a little bit to make this practical. Okay. Now I've got this map of consciousness up. I'm going to stop sharing it for a moment. And I want to give you a very practical example of how different levels of perception and different levels of awareness affect the way that we affect our perception. Okay. Different levels of consciousness and and awareness affect our perception. And so I'm going to give you an example of a homeless person. And I'm going to give you an example of how a homeless person, each level of consciousness will view a homeless person. Okay. So at level 20 shame, they will view that homeless person as dirty, disgusting, and disgraceful. At a level 30 guilt, they will they will view that homeless person uh, as they'll blame them. They'll blame them for their condition. They'll think, oh, they deserve it. That's just a lazy welfare cheat, okay? At 50, okay, they'll view that bum as desperate. Society can't do anything about this homelessness problem, right? They're just kind of apathetic about it. It's hopeless. At grief, they feel very tragic about the problem of homelessness, right? They, they feel sorry for the guy. They're very sad about this. He's friendless. He's forlorn, okay? At a level of fear, they're going to see danger. They're going to see that that homeless person is a threat. They're going to view that person as a menace to society. They may even call the police, okay? And at the level of 125 desire, they're going to have a very big longing and frustration around the problem and want to know why isn't someone helping? They have this desire to help, but they're also frustrated by it. At anger, they're going to look at that homeless person as violent. They're going to say that they're going to they're going to judge that person as violent. And they're probably furious about the fact that homelessness exists. Okay, at pride, we'll look at that homeless person as they're an embarrassment, that that bum is lacking self-respect. They don't even have the 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 decency to help themselves. 
at the level of courage, again, getting now to 200, more positive uh, 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 awareness, but yet still under human fallen mindset, they're going to think, maybe be motivated, wonder if there's a local homeless shelter, thinking, oh, this person just needs a job and a, you know, a, a hand up. At 250, neutrality, they're going to think, oh, it's interesting. Okay, they're, they're going to look at it like, oh, live and let live after all. He's not hurting anyone. And then at level 310 willingness, they're going to be, be motivated to do something. Maybe go cheer them up. Maybe volunteer a mission to, for homeless people. At the level of acceptance 350, they're going to be intrigued with an interesting, that, that, and believe that that bum has an, maybe they wouldn't call it a bum at this point, but that homeless person has an interesting to- story to tell that we may never understand what drove him to this particular lot in life. At the level of reason, okay, they're going to think, oh gosh, that we should do a study on homelessness, right? This is a, this is a, a, a symptom of the current socioeconomic problems in the world, right? But as we move to the higher levels of love, unconditional love, joy, peace, and enlightenment, we began to see this the, the 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 homeless person as friendly and lovable, maybe even free. Maybe we look at him as the free one that he's full of joy and wisdom because and peace because he's free and 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 indifferent to material things. And then the levels as we go up, we may see him even as a, as a picture of our inner self that he's just a sojourner in this world, right? That he's homeless in this world because his true home is in the spirit. So the idea that we will see something through these various levels of awareness and these various various paradigms of perception, it, I wanted to give this example so that it becomes practical for you. Because the reality of it is, is that wherever our level of awareness is, whatever paradigm we primarily are operating in will absolutely govern the way that we see the world. Now, here's the thing. It will also impact that homeless man's uh, reaction to us. So if we come to him in fear, then he's going to feel insecure, right? He, we may even frighten him. And, and so some people are going to approach and he's going to feel dejected. Some are going to make him angry. Some are going to absolutely delight him. Some he'll feel safe with. Some he'll absolutely avoid. Some he'll even feel pleasure with. But the idea is, is that the way the world is occurring to us, we actually are, it is a interactive thing that the way that we see, the way that we have awareness is also what's being mirrored back to us. And this is the principle of numbers 33, right? Where he says we were in our own sights as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight as well, meaning we're meaning that our projection of ourselves and our own inner world actually uh, is how the world views us as well. So why am I sharing all of this today? I'm sharing it because if you're going to understand the process that we're in, God is healing our uh, healing the illusion of separation. He is healing our past. He is healing those um, parts of our, 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 our personality that are being governed by fallen mindsets. And he is renewing our mind and integrating us with Christ. And so what do we do when we're in the middle of this process? How do we handle it? Well, first of all, being aware of it is is really 90% of the battle, okay? Because now when we go into a contradiction, we go into an unexpected trial or tribulation, now we can begin to count it all joy because what's happening is, is that it is being used by God. I'm not saying God's causing it. I'm saying that it's being used by God to elevate our perception and to give us a spiritual perspective 
on whatever it is that we're going through. Why? Because we are designed to be sons of God. We are designed to overcome, not live under. We're here to still the storm, not get destroyed by the storm. But we must have the perceptions of Christ if we're going to operate as a son of God in the contradictions. And many times what happens when we walk through a contradiction is the thing that comes up is the very thing that needs to be healed. We are triggering the very programs that need to be integrated with Jesus. And so I want us to have great grace and great patience for ourselves as we walk through the contradictions and basically use them as an opportunity to partner with the Holy Spirit to release these lower level uh, views of the world to release the lives that are the lies that are that are uh, causing us to live in these strongholds of grief and 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 anger and these strongholds of uh, that are locking us into fallen mindsets and fallen uh, fallen perceptions and so great grace great mercy and great great cooperation with the Holy Spirit is needed in these places where we are walking through the contradictions and this brokenness is surfacing. You guys, and so many times, again, this is a, this is a, this is not milk. Okay. This is, this is, this is a teaching for those that are ready to uh, perceive this, this level of perception. And it doesn't mean if you're not getting it, don't, don't, please don't, don't condemn yourself or anything. Just know that the Holy Spirit is leading us into this and that this is this is this is exposing the world system. It is exposing uh, the paradigm of human thought. It is exposing the paradigm of the fallen mindset. So as we wrap today, again, I'm hoping that I'll be able to piece this together so we can get the whole thing. I think probably what happened is when I shared my screen, somehow the, the broadcast dropped off. I, I, I'm not sure. I'll have to figure out the technical difficulties. If not, I'll have to teach it again and figure out another way to do it. I'll pre-record it uh, and then post it. But um, let me pray for you guys as we wrap this up and let me see what else God wants me to share. So father, what is, what else is it that you want me to share? I just want, I just hear him saying that, um, that is not by might. It is not by spirit. It is not by might. It's not by power, but it is by my spirit. It is by the spirit of the living God that you are transfigured. It is not, uh, the flesh cannot overcome the flesh. Uh, the mind of the flesh cannot crucify the mind of the flesh, right? The, the, the Holy Spirit is leading this, this, this process. This is a move of the Holy Spirit on the planet, but it's also an invitation. It's an invitation to surrender to this process. And if you aren't in that place today, you can simply say, Father, I'm ready. Bring me into this process. And I also just pray, Father, for those of us that are in this process already. I pray, Father, that there would be great grace and great mercy and great understanding and great wisdom that is continually deposited in our hearts and our minds, Father, so that we can, I want to say, survive the journey because it's not easy. I, I thank you, Father, that confronting the giants in our own soul, confronting those places in our heart that have been broken is not easy. So I just release, Father, um, just the spirit of faith. I release the, the fruit of the spirit, Father, to guide us through our own journeys of, of integration and our own journeys of healing. And I bless every single listener today, Father, with um, truth. Father, the truth that sets them free, that next truth, that next, that next lie being exposed. And the Lord's just reminding me, my little rubber band ball, I'll bring it out. 
Um, and for this little rubber band ball, you guys, you know, this was the ball that God showed me many years ago that this was my mind and that all of these lies had been wrapped around the real me, but only the Holy Spirit knew how to remove each one of those bands, each one of those lies. And so this is absolutely not something that you can do for yourself. So God, I just release the power of the Holy Spirit to accomplish what only you can accomplish. And thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're good at your job and that you're going to finish the good work that you've begun in every single person, you know, you know how to meet them exactly where they are and you how to, you know how to teach them and show them what's next. So I just speak what's next for every single person. God, I speak an elevation, the very next degree, the very next truth, the very next awakening. I just speak it into existence right now in Jesus name. And I thank you father for your tenderness. I thank you for your um, kindness. I thank you that you lead us through repentance. God, you lead us through the part the places in our hearts that are broken so that we can agree with the truth. And I, I release great, great grace over everyone, Father, that is listening to this, no matter where they are in this process, whether they are in a season of, of peace and, and joy and righteousness, Father, or if they're in the middle of a contradiction that is causing, uh, that is challenging their peace, joy, and righteousness, God. I thank you that they will win because love never fails. And so I just speak great grace and uh, love over every single person in Jesus name. Amen. All right, you guys, well, that wraps it up for this month, but I just love you and I bless you in Jesus name. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Shalisa's podcast. This recording is in part made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit Shalise.com where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose He created you for, then visit us at Shalise.com and watch Shalise's free training, where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.